Welcome to the Create Your Shape podcast. I'm Jenny the Nutritionist, and I'll be teaching you the strategy, structure, and science to build muscle and decrease body fat, specifically for ladies who work out. Hello, ladies. Eating enough. This is the one time the grass is greener on the other side. Once you get there and get over being afraid of it, you'll never go back. I promise you that. But before we get into today's topic, I wanted to give you a quick note on what's going on in my life. So this week, I'm heading to Boulder, Colorado for the N1 Biomechanics Practical. And if you don't know what that is, basically, I'm going to work with the company that's at the top of the game when it comes to training, working out, and building muscle. I've actually already completed two sections of the course, and that alone has completely changed my perspective on training. Really, it boils down to getting more out of the same amount of time and effort. I'm learning how to work out for the same amount of time and relatively the same movement, but now I know how to choose a specific exercise, how to position myself, the angles, the equipment, even which stabilizing muscles to activate, and just optimizing all of the details, which will result in more effective training sessions and therefore better muscle building capabilities. So I'm very excited about that, not only for myself, but I do cover training optimization with my ladies already, and now we're going to take that to the next level. So speaking of getting more out of what you're already doing, today's topic is on eating enough. You're already eating. Now let's make sure it's optimized. And one of the ways we can do that, and it's probably the most important way, is through eating enough. This is the number one issue I see for why ladies who work out don't look like they work out. If you want to build muscle decrease body fat and change your body composition, then you have to be eating enough. Here's the thing. When you're eating enough, you have more of that push in power during your workouts. You have more of the building blocks for muscle building. You have more leverage to go into a cut and decrease body fat. You have higher energy levels, more flexibility and more food freedom, more options. You have more nutrients to support hormones and you have less stress on your body. So you want to make sure you're eating enough. If not, you're swimming upstream and making it so much harder on yourself. And if not, maybe it's even impossible to build your next level shape. Let's break down the science of this. First, your body burns a certain amount of calories per day, and that's called the total daily energy expenditure. Short is TDEE. And that's broken down into four categories. The first is is your BMR or your basal metabolic rate. That is the number of calories you burn as your body performs basic life-sustaining functions. So like breathing or your heartbeat or, you know, things like keeping your organs alive, like really basic stuff. And for most of my ladies, this is going to be between 1,200 to 1,400 calories per day that they're going to burn just if you lay there all day in bed. So you're burning 1,200 to 1,400 calories just from laying there all day, not even moving. And the more muscle that you have, the higher that number is going to be. 
And I just want to note, this is an average for my typical lady. So the second thing is going to be your GAF or your general activity factor. This is going to be your daily like basic activity. So brushing your teeth, sitting up, walking to your car, doing the dishes, all of that throughout your day is going to total to anywhere from 200 to 500 calories a day. And this is also why I ask my ladies what type of job they have, what they're doing like outside of the gym, outside of work, and what their weekend activities look like. So I can get an estimate for what this number looks like. So now between your basal metabolic rate in your general activity factor, we're at anywhere from 1400 calories to 1900 calories per day that you're burning, and that's without even working out yet. So the third factor in your TDEE is going to be your workout. So that's going to range anywhere from 200 to 500 or more calories that you're burning during the workout and afterwards. So during what's called EPOC or the afterburn. So the additional calories it takes to recover from the workout for the whole rest of the day is including that too. So now, including everything, we're ranging from 1,600 to 2,400 calories that your body's burning per day. Now, the last thing or the fourth category of your TDEE is going to be your thermic effect of food. So that's TEF. And that's the amount of energy it takes for your body to digest, absorb, and metabolize the food that you eat. So we burn calories just from eating, which is awesome. You're going to burn about 10% of the number of calories that we're consuming. So if we're eating like 2,000 to 2,500 calories a day, that's going to be another 200 to 250 calories we're burning just through the digestion process. So now, in addition to everything else, we're ranging from 1,800 to over 2,600 calories per day that we're burning. This is, again, just a high-level estimate, but you can see that ladies who are working out are generally burning over 2,000 calories per day. You guys, 2,000 calories per day. Every diet I've heard of or everything that I've seen has you on 1,200 or 1,500 calories. And years ago, when I first tried to track my macros, my fitness pal told me to eat 1,200 calories. And I thought I was going to die. I lasted like three days because I was starving. And I thought, okay, there's got to be another way or this just isn't for me. I don't have enough willpower to stick to 1,200 calories. And that's a lot of what my ladies think too. They think they don't have enough willpower and it's simply not the case. They need to be eating more. So the issue becomes that we try these low calorie efforts that may work at first, but then through the habits we create or the story that's constantly being played in the back of our heads to eat less or order the salad or just say no to more food, this keeps us at the same level of intake on average. If anything, maybe slightly more. This is on average. So you may splurge at a restaurant or not be good on the weekends here or there, but you have to think about what you're doing day in and day out. That is what your body is experiencing on average. 
Most of my ladies that are conscious of their health are sitting at too low of calories and that's why they're stuck thinking they need to do better or they need to do more, but really they just need to eat enough and optimize their intake. So if you're only eating 1,200 or 1,500 calories a day on average, but your body needs to burn over 2,000 calories to fully function, over time, here are the issues. Number one, your hormones get suppressed. Number two, you don't have enough nutrients to build new muscle. Number three, you don't have any leverage to decrease body fat. So I'm going to repeat those. Number one, your hormones get suppressed. Number two, you don't have enough nutrients to build muscle. And number three, you don't have any leverage to decrease body fat. I'm going to go through each of these, but first I want you to think of your body like a business or the company that you work for. If it takes a hundred grand per month to operate the company, but then the bosses come in with budget cuts and they say, we're only going to give you 70,000, make it work. Then the company will eventually be low on staff. Employees will be overworked and tired. Departments might be removed altogether or shut down. And it's going to affect the business internally at first, but then externally the product and the outside image isn't going to look so good. This is exactly what's happening with your body. First, internal functions and hormones get suppressed, so things like your thyroid function, which supports your metabolism, or your sex hormones like testosterone, progesterone, estrogen, which support not only fertility, but your muscle-building capabilities, potentially where your fat gets stored, and things like your PMS symptoms. So these are all being affected, and this is also really affecting your energy levels. I had someone tell me once, I thought I had energy before, but boy, I feel great every day now. Once we got her eating more, this is what she shared in a check-in. And a lot of my ladies feel good, right? But I'm like, you don't know how good you can feel once you're properly eating enough nutrients. I also always see cycle symptoms decrease. And I may have to put a warning label on my program because a lot more babies get accidentally made once my ladies are eating enough and their hormones are supported. But that's a whole different conversation. So think of your internal functions as a crucial part of building your shape and they need enough nutrients to be in balance. Next, to build muscle, which is how you craft your shape, you need the building blocks to do so. When you work out, you break down those muscle fibers. Then blood carries the broken down food, which is now nutrients, to that muscle to build it back bigger and stronger. If there's not enough nutrients, those muscle fibers aren't going to build back bigger and stronger and they'll take a lot longer to heal. So this is when you're going to get be sore all the time. This is where I've had ladies tell me that they start something new like CrossFit and say, yeah, I didn't, it didn't really do much for me. Or they say I'm working out all the time. Like why isn't my shape building and changing? And immediately when they tell me this, I know that they're not eating enough. Lastly, if you're not eating enough, you don't have the leverage to decrease body fat. If you're only eating 1,200 calories and you want to decrease body fat, then you're going to have to dip really low, like 900 calories or probably way lower to decrease body fat. And it would be like pulling teeth with your body because your hormones would already be in an unfavorable position. 
So your body's saying, hey, we can't afford to lose any more like nutrients and I can't afford to lose any more fuel stored as body fat. Like it's going to be tough. Not only that, but not to mention how unsustainable that is, how hungry and tired you would be. And then the kicker, how that would just further create the problem of not having enough nutrients. So then you're digging yourself further into this hole. Now, imagine that you work yourself up to 2,200 calories per day. Then you can build muscle, support your hormones, and feel great to then, if you wanted to, go into a calorie cut at, let's say, 1,800 calories and decrease body fat. This is a much better option because with your metabolism supported, it's going to work quicker. And now also you have enough food during the cut at 1800 calories that you'll have energy, you'll have more flexibility in your food choices, you'll be able to preserve muscle mass and still have hormonal support. So building yourself up to 2200 calories, cutting at 1800 is going to be way better and way more fun than cutting at 800, 900 calories from that 1200 calorie mark. Or even if you're eating 1500, 1600, 1700 calories, right? And then you're cutting down to 1200, 1100, right? You can see how this is coming together now, how eating enough is so beneficial. It's so much more effective to go into a calorie cut after eating enough. And that's why eating enough is the first step in the nutrition strategy. Keep in mind though, once you're in a calorie cut, you don't want to stay there forever or you'll end up with the same issues. You'll always want to work your way out of it and go back to eating enough. So in this example, go back to that 2200 calorie mark. And again, these are just estimated numbers. This is not specific numbers for you. Now you know to be in an optimal position hormonally to be able to build muscle into effectively decrease body fat, you have to be eating enough first. Before I get into how you can implement this, I have to address the common thought error I get all the time. But if I eat more, I'll gain body fat. And this is what's really going on here. So first, if you're generally eating, let's say, 1,500 calories, and then one random night you eat 3,000 calories, then potentially your body is going to say, what the heck? I don't know how to process all of this. We're going to put it in storage as fat. That could potentially be happening. Or let's say you don't go crazy like that. But if you don't know the calorie amounts that you're having or the calorie amounts that you're at and you're just generically eating more, then you're going to be in that same boat. Or you're not going to be consistent enough in the calorie amount in the day-to-day for your body to adapt. Or this is what I think is really happening. If you go out to eat, have more oils, more salts, more alcohol, have more carbs than normal or any treats or drinks or like inflammatory foods, then you're temporarily going to be inflamed or hold on to more water and or both. This will show up on the scale over the next few days as a couple of pounds heavier. So you may just be mistaking that temporary weight gain as body fat, but really it's just inflammation or water retention that will go away in a few days. 
The only reason you'd actually gain body fat from eating more is because it's not being implemented correctly. I've never seen ladies gain body fat. If anything, they feel and look better within weeks, especially when it's done correctly. So that's the key here, done correctly. So here are the six key things you need to know to make sure you eat enough correctly. Number one, know your exact calorie amounts. So where you're at now and then where you need to be. I would track a few days for how, to see how many calories you're eating now. And this is also why I have my ladies track before we get started so I can see where their starting point is. Number two, break that calorie amount down to the macro level. You could eat 2,000 calories in Skittles, but that is not going to create your shape. Knowing the exact amount of protein, carbs, and fats is going to optimize that intake even more. Number three, slowly and steadily increase your calories over time. You don't just jump from 1,200 calories to 2,500 calories. You want to slowly and strategically increase every week or every other week. Number four, use biofeedback to make adjustments. So your photos, your energy levels, your hunger levels, your weight, your gym sessions, your DEXA scans, your mood, your strength, your sleep, how your clothes are fitting. Track all of these to know how much and when to make those tweaks. Number five, be consistent and create a new average of eating more. This won't work if you're only doing it a few days a week here or there. If you did the math, you'd probably have to average around 80% of your week to be consistent. Number six, focus on quantity over quality. You can see that this is a numbers game. Many of us get caught up on trying to eat clean or get stuck trying to eat perfectly with hitting macros, but as much as you want to eat healthy and prioritize quality of food, prioritizing quantity and consistency is going to be more beneficial when it comes to building your shape. Okay, so those are the six things to focus on as you start to eat more. It's exactly what I walk my ladies through in their custom plan in the Create Your Shape program. And I can't stress enough the importance of eating enough. This should be your first step to building your shape. So happy eating and I'll see you on the next episode of the Create Your Shape podcast. Hey, if you work out and want to look like you work out, then you need to be in the Create Your Shape program. Learn more and get started at jennythenutritionist.com slash create dash your dash shape. You can also follow me on Instagram for more content at jennythenutritionist.com.